All right, welcome back to the second unofficial episode of Dita, Opie, and Jokey. Uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about some college basketball, uh, starting off with the All-American teams, uh, the first team All-American team, followed by second, third, fourth, and fifth by our uh, by uh, ESPN analyst, Dickie V. Uh, then we're going to get into uh, some conference champions and player of the years, uh, so it should be a good one. So starting off, we've got the uh, first team All-American by the AP poll. We have Drew Timmy, Kofi Coburn, Colin Gillespie, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, <clears throat> as well as who? Buddy Beheim. And Buddy Beheim. No, who? That was the Dickie V's. Who was the AP one? The AP one had Johnny Juzang. Yes, Johnny Juzang. Johnny Juzang. Excuse me, taking that final spot from UCLA. Uh, any changes you guys like on the first team? Or you like uh, you like you like the AP's first team? I don't mind the AP's first team, but I personally, I don't know how you put Trace Jackson Davis over uh, Hunter Dickinson. I personally. agree. I, I agree. With, the, with all of the awards that were given last year and Hunter Dickinson, I, I mean, I think you could argue how Coburn could be on there and Dickinson couldn't. They had very similar years and Dickinson ended up winning some awards that probably should have gone to Coburn. But I think both of them on there would have been no problem. I don't understand how Jackson Davis is on there personally, but... I, I agree. Uh, that that does seem like a bit of a miss. Um, yeah, I, I think that that probably rounds out the first team pretty well. Um, I, I think Juzang, uh, he's I think he's a tad overrated for me. Um, I think he's had a really good tournament run. He was he was just kind of solid the whole year, and then he just came kind of became like took over game, kind of like Kimball Walker type in the tournament. So getting a lot of credit. Uh, we'll see how that works out for him. Second team as voted by Dickie B. Uh, is Hunter Dickinson, Buddy Bayheim, Trevion Williams, Max Abmus, and Julian Champagny from St. John's. How do we like the second team? I mean, Max Abmus, that dude just put on an absolute clinic. He is on that list because of what he did in the tournament last year. Nobody really knew the kid from Oral Roberts, and he just put on an absolute clinic in the tournament. I think he has deserved that second team spot and is he, is he is he back at Oral Roberts this year? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but and he lost O'Banner, yes. who is now at Texas Tech playing for well not Chris Beard anymore. No, Chris Beard's out. But he Texas is at Tech. Texas Tech this year. So I, he's gonna have more weight on his shoulders this year, but I really like Max Aismas. Yeah, I think the difference between Max and Johnny when you talk about the tournament runs is Johnny was a steady player all year and then he was solid in the tournament and made some big shots, did some big things for UCLA but I mean, Max put up massive numbers in the regular season, and then people thought, no, no way he's going to do that against Ohio State. No way he does that on the big stage. And he continued to put up massive numbers against Power 5 teams on the biggest stage in NCAA basketball. So I think absolutely Amos should be on the second team. And arguably, I mean, he's got to be a finalist for the Bob Cousy. Uh, Yeah, right up there with uh, Corbello. Yeah. And Drew Zang as well. And, And you would assume Gillespie will be on... Oh, absolutely! For yeah, the, for the Bob Cousy. So I really, I, it'll be interesting. The Bob Cousy will be a good, good award this year in the NCAA. Now he is playing in the Summit League, but to average twenty four and a half, three four on fifty two, forty three, and eighty nine from the field. Yeah. Wow! Believe it or not, the fi- that's no 50, 40, 40, 90, <laughs> <get it> done. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, no fluke. That that'll, that'll get it done. Uh, so. A guy. Yeah, I, I'd like to point. I I like Julian Champagne getting some love from uh, my Big East. I uh, I think it's all going to come down is can can he carry St. John's? Last year he really couldn't hit a ton of big shots. And St. John's St. John's lost a lot of close games. Him and uh, 
who am I missing the other guard at, at St. John's? Yeah, kind of a funky name. Osh Posh or something. <laughs> Posh Alexander. Yeah. Posh Alexander, yeah. Posh. Uh, him and Posh got in a lot of foul trouble, especially in their two games against Butler. Really caught him on the line. They're going to have to be a lot smarter. Uh, if he's smart and hit some big shots, and St. John's top five, six of that, of that conference, I, I think he's got a real good shot to get collect some awards. I definitely, I mean, you have to look at Travion Williams down there. You're just looking at him as a lock. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is you just have to be, the Big Ten inside is going to be a battle. You're it looking is. at, I mean, these are all Americans. So we're looking at the entire country, all the conferences. And in the first and second team, you have four big men. You've all got, from Big Ten. Yeah, all from Big Ten. You have Coburn, Jackson Davis, uh, Dickinson, and Williams. And so I I think it's just going to be a battle. In the it's going to be a dogfight. And every dog night fight. in, night out, the Big Ten's going to be one And battle. last year was really underrated as well. I mean, yeah. it, it, because all these guys them. were ba- all these guys were there last year. Yeah, no and, and there's, there's we'll, we'll get to him, but EJ Liddell that's coming where, up as that's well. That's where I was going with I mean, that. Is he? He's not as big as those guys, but he can go up that, with the best. That's of them. a name I'm surprised we didn't hear on the second team. To be honest with you, and I think he could even potentially be a sleeper for the first team All American if he leads Ohio State to the same finish they had in the Big Ten last year. He, he, he's going to pick up a, a rebound, assist, and three points just. From Dwayne Washington leaving alone. No, yeah. right. I mean, and last year he averaged sixteen and seven. Yeah, and he, it's going to get he's better. Gonna be close to twenty games scored. That's right. And yeah. our boy Buddy Beheim on the list. I think. I mean, playing with his brother now. Yeah, Buddy playing with his brother. It'll be interesting. Buddy's buddy now. Buddy and brother. Buddy, <laughs> Buddy was one of those kind of like Juzang where he was solid all year, then had a really big tournament. Yeah. And, he, and Buddy had a bigger tournament than Juzang. Juzang was just solid, and they made a deeper run. But Buddy was, I mean, comes out with a thirty little thirty McNugget in the first round, <laughs> and I think. It'll be interesting. Buddy's now the guy at Syracuse, and can he kind of he, propel them in the old ACC? He did average 18 a game last year, but and you know Syracuse runs a very short bench, so he's yeah, going to see the floor a lot, a lot, and he averaged eight three-point attempts the last two years a game. And they're going to get wow. it up as a team because you've got Joe Girard back there. Buddy will launch on – both but Joe and Buddy will launch from three, and then obviously Buddy's brother coming in. Yeah, younger Bayheim. They're all they're going to get I'm, the three pointers up I'm, in Syracuse. I'm a big Syracuse. It could be a fun fan. team to watch this year. The two three get the threes it's, up. They'll be interesting. And game. they will be on the bubble. They're already on the bubble. Yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 they, they are, are on the bubble. They're, they're there. Spot already. Ask Joe Lenardi. They're on the bubble. Uh, moving on to third team. I'm going to need some pronunciation help from Pronunciation King Kansas. Uh, not going to try. Okai Agbaji. Okai Agbaji. Uh, EJ Liddell, Jaden Ivey, Jamie Jaquez Jr., and Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty can fill first it off, up. The first thing I think I want to point out is, wow, I mean, another, another two Big Ten players. Uh, has there been two on every team? Yes. There's been two on every team so far. Uh, that's kind of unreal. Uh, my, my my opinions on Jaquez, Jaquez, I'm sorry, don't know how to pronounce your name. Uh, Jaquez. It's same thing with with Juzang. I, I don't know how much we've really seen from him. Uh, I think he's kind of getting a lot of hype. They, the UCLA didn't play a ton of meaningful basketball games last year against a ton of top teams, and I did not out. So we didn't really, really see a lot of them in crunch time. And the other th- we've already covered Liddell, uh, but the other thing, it's, I feel the same way about Scotty Pippen Jr. I, I don't know if his if his numbers are going to matter enough uh, for him to get up to thirteen. I, I've seen some some Butler players probably be worthy of some thirteen, and they just didn't. Uh, not enough wins to get there, so I don't know. I don't know if Scotty can get all the way up there. I will say, you don't often hear a guy that leads his team to last place in the conference, but he led them to three conference wins last year, he and he did this that by true. himself. 
And, I mean, that dude can fill it up, but he just has no help there. That I don't know, like you said, if he can produce the numbers that he needs yeah. to to get to that point. I think Jacquez out there in UCLA is a major projection based off of he got better last year's year went on. He was good in the tournament. I think he's a large projection here. There's a couple guys that are, in my opinion, proven. You look down at the fourth team, and you've got Shackelford from Alabama. You have Marcus Carr, who I would argue both had better years. Than Jack was last year, which is kind of interesting. You're, you're projecting that he, which he very well could, but I do like Scotty Pippen Jr. I just, I again, you just don't know if Vanderbilt's good enough for him to get the recognition he probably deserves. Right? Yeah, like you he's said, that good. But and then Agbaji, it's going to be different. Kansas is he, he's he's an interesting guy out there in Kansas. They were down a little bit last year. They, I mean, for the first time in a long time, they lost multiple games in the right. Big 12. Usually they At run, home. Yeah, they usually run through the Big 12. So I, I think they're kind of reloading out there. So it'll be interesting to see what Kansas does and just kind of – they've kind of been under the radar for the first time in a long time in the preseason stuff. Usually Kansas is top in the top 10 and everybody's talking about them. So it'll be interesting to see what Akbaji does out there with Kansas. But I believe uh, what Davis meant is normally they're top two because they are currently three. They are three. They, they are but they, they might be the most like under the radar three. I don't know what you're talking about. They have Jalen Coleman Lance. Jalen Coleman Lance. <laughs> he's I mean, the, oldest, the oldest player in college basketball by I believe over a year. I mean he's been he's been I, in the league. I did not realize that Remy Martin is now at Kansas, the Arizona State's yes. out. So wow. that helps. That does help. And they still have McCormack, right? I believe so. And yeah. Remy averaged nineteen points a game last so year. Like, pack I, well. like I said, they're reloading with some transfers, but that's they, true. They, they I, might I, be, I, yeah. They might be the most under the radar. Because usually the thing is, is Kansas, no matter where they're at, usually talked about. Them. They're not really getting talked about. They don't. They don't have the the, the name Embiid. They don't yeah. have the. Uh... I don't know that. We got All right. We, uh, we I was just out. looking at the top transfers and returns from last year, and there's some guys that I didn't even realize were coming back to certain schools, like uh, Garrison Brooks, the North Carolina. Was he all American? He was preseason all American last year. I thought. Yes, Brooks, was. and he's in Mississippi State all of a sudden. Like, yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, but going on to 14, I mean, Dave's already covered Carr, Shackelford, Cabello. Jake mentioned Remy Martin. He's on the 14 as well. Armando Bakett. Is that how you say it? Carolina? Yeah, sure. Bakett. Bakett. Uh, Bakett. Uh, all good names. Uh, I mean, we're all Illinois fans, but I, I'm, I'm pretty biased. I think Cabello, that's a really safe spot for Cabello. I think he's got absolutely first team upside. Especially with Kofi on his. Right, exactly. He's going he, he, to make Cabello. A lot, a lot better. That is yeah, definitely for sure. Cabello is just if his shot. It, uh, obviously, the the knack on Cabello last year was he couldn't shoot it from three. If he could shoot thirty percent from three, if he can shoot a solid number, if there's a three in front of his percentage for the three pointers, I think he has a shot of some high upside. It's just will he? I mean, I'm sure he put the work in. It's just will it pay off this year? Do you see the kind of the fruits of the labor? And because uh, if he can shoot it from three, him in the pick and roll with Kofi will be very dangerous. Because we already know he's a proven passer. Right. He's a proven passer. So if he can kind of make it that he's a scoring threat outside, he's going to get to the rim whenever he wants. So I think Corbello's – I mean, Shackelford can really play. We saw him play at Absolutely. Alabama last year. Absolutely. I, I'm interested to see how Carr plays out of Minnesota. I think everybody thought, you know, what if Marcus Carr gets on a team that's solid. Yeah, Te- and Texas it kind of is, felt like he quit on Minnesota last yeah. year. Like he had kind of checked out. He was so ready. We'll, so we'll see he how he, he was going to transfer. Right. And then obviously Armando was a freshman, I believe, at – North Carolina, he's a highly rated recruit. So, again, just kind of a projection there, but obviously has the upside and the talent to be a fourth-teamer. Remy, Remy Martin might be better than Agbaji. That's interesting that Agbaji's third team and Remy Martin 
Remy did a lot at Kansas. Yeah, Arizona State last year. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and move on from there. Uh, let's just get into some conference predictions. Uh, starting with the ACC, uh, I'm, I'm going to take Duke. Uh, I yeah. think they're, they're going to reload uh, quite well. Um, they were, I mean, they returned three starters, don't they? Yeah, but yeah. I, I really yeah. think that, like, that exactly, that normally doesn't happen for them either. Right. So, um, Reloading we'll, as well as the recruiting class. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, we'll see, but I, that that's my prediction. Um, I think a sleeper team, I mean, no surprise for me here is Notre Dame. Uh, they finished, like I mentioned earlier, 10th in the conference in the ACC last year. I'd be really surprised if they don't finish in the top seven, if not in the top six. Uh, returning four of the five starters, uh, all three players on their bench, uh, I think that they're going to have a really solid year. Mike Bray, one of the best coaches in the country. So those are my picks. What do they have Louisville at? Uh, I have last year's standings. Okay, well, that would be a team I don't know what they're considered in the preseason rankings. So that's a team I would call a sleeper team if you would – not already considered in the top three or four team in the conference because you got your typical Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, and I mean probably Florida State with what Leonard Hamilton's done. They've been pretty impressive, but I like what Louisville's doing, and I think that they will be quite solid this year and get back to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that uh, that's a good prediction as well. Uh, we've got the uh, here's some ACC power rankings to start the year, um, but I'm not going to click through 15 slides to see it, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would venture to say that Louisville, Louisville's probably not in the top four preseason. So here's, I here's one. The CBS has the top four Duke, North Carolina, Florida State, and Virginia, and Virginia Tech at five. Interesting. And then Louisville is six and Notre Dame seven. So right there. Right around what we were and saying. And Syracuse eight. That's right where they are at the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they live there. Even well, preseason. Not, not if it's 2015. <laughs> it's 12 teams in. That's true. That's a very good point. But, I mean – I, it's going to be interesting to see what Tony Bennett does with this Virginia team this year. You know how they're going to play. They're going to play pack line defense, and they're going to play games that are in the 40s and 50s. But this young team that hasn't – he's for so long he's had these four-year guys, and he's now kind of getting a new class in. They're going to get there because he's a good coach, but how do they start exactly. is the question. And I think that's a big thing to watch out for in Virginia. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and take Duke here. It, they do – there's just last year was such a weird year for them, you know. Jalen Johnson leaves in the middle of February for the draft. Exactly. You don't have that stuff at Duke very often, and then I do find it interesting. You know, Goldwire transferred out, senior guard. He was kind of a glue guy type for them. That was just a really good defensive player. Didn't give you anything offensively, but a really good defensive player and played a lot of minutes as a junior. And he left for Oklahoma, which I find to be an interesting transfer. Yes. I'm, I'm guessing he was looking for a bigger role, which he'll find at Oklahoma, but. I obviously they reload with top talent and we could I mean we saw what they did when they brought in the massive recruiting class with Zion and Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett. Obviously this class is not that big, but they brought in some five star freshmen who are gonna impact the game right away. You bring back I believe uh is Wendell is it Wendell Carter or Wendell Moore, sorry. Wendell, Moore. Wendell Carter just got a very large contract to go on the yeah, match. But Wendell Moore hey, yes, best seven seven guy in the league. <laughs> best seven seven Absolutely. guy in the league. Absolutely. But Wendell Moore is back. Is Matthew Hurt back as well too? I believe uh, he, he's Probably, yeah. I, I believe probably Matt, shooting already. As you said, I believe Matt, I believe Matthew Hurts back. Theo as well. John transferred there from Arkansas. Yeah, oh, Theo John. you're a big Theo fan, aren't you? I, I'm a, they're going to be big. <laughs> Theo, he, he's something. They're going to be a big on the front line because they'll start Theo on the front line. They'll start Hurt at the four. So I mean, they're going to be really big on the front line, which is kind of unlike Duke. Usually, Duke's yeah. known for their guards and their wings. There's maybe a sixteen guy in there somewhere. That's yeah. about it. If there's one thing that's locking the ACC though, it's that Clemson will start the year five and zero. It's every year. It's every year. Yeah. 
Maybe they will. Every year, yes. top 25, maybe lose seven in a row. Or eight. Uh, yeah, or I mean, eight, maybe they, eight. they will get to top 25 and most then, likely within the first month season. And then when their number gets on and the screen. And then they will finish clockwork. But, uh, yeah, I think my Commerce Player of the Year is, obviously, I'm going to take Buddy Beheim. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have a hard time going against that, but I can try to find some diversity here if you would. There's definitely some like up, There's definitely some upside from some of the Duke freshmen that have a chance to make a splash, but I just don't see Buddy's I gonna... think Caleb Love is a very nice player over North Carolina, yeah. but does, I just don't know if he has what it takes to. Do yeah. you, does anybody know, does the ACC do a... Transfer of the year and a freshman of the year, so I feel like some conferences do. But the Big East does a newcomer I, of the year. Yeah, I say I believe they do newcomer of the year because I know the Big East does. I that. believe they do newcomer of the year. If we did well. a transfer of the year, take Paul Atkinson. Okay, freshman of the year sounds like the dude from Duke is is it Banchero? Right. Yeah, I did not like want to take newcomer is. of the year Paul Atkinson because of him. <laughs> yes, but Paul Atkinson is a transfer from Yale. He was Ivy League Player of the Year two years ago. Did not play. He has Notre Dame starting center this year. Uh, moving on. Uh, what do we got next? Let's go to the Big Ten. I did not yeah. realize Syracuse Big lost Gary. Ten. He transferred. Yes, he did. Interesting. Got out of there. It's it. I just I I, I think quickly we might as well discuss it because it's it. Ha- I mean, it's such a big part of college basketball now with the transfer rule. What do you feel? You can transfer anywhere now, not sit out a year. I think it's not good for the sport. I don't think it's good for the sport either. I, I don't like that that and the NIL came at the same time. Uh, because you can really chase a bag now. You you kind of you can chase one at the beginning, kind of the side, and then if you want to change it up, it's like all right, I've got to make a big decision here. Now it's it doesn't always feel like a big decision. Like yeah. it's just I mean, maybe you're at Tennessee and you want to go to Kentucky. All right, let's move two hours down and and just a night and yeah. we call it good. And I had I had no issue with the transfer sitting out a year. If you want to sit out a year and pay kind of pay the price, if you will, right for transferring, then that's fine. You you it's, sat out a year. It's you, essentially become free agents. They're not refusing yeah, you school is. or anything. Yeah. You still could go to school and do all that and get your degree. Right. And you're still getting the free gear, the the free shoes, you're the practicing, workouts. You're practicing, you're practicing every day, but you cannot exactly. play. You exactly. have to sit out a year. And I had no issue with that. That it you keeps people from just deciding, you know what, I'm up and done. I'm, right. I'm out. Exactly. It keeps like, the competitiveness alive all over the place. I, I just think, I personally think that the no transfer rule, that the, I feel like the NCAA just kind of folded on that one. I agree. I have no issue with the NIL. I'm not, I think people, it's your name, you should be able to earn something off your name. People shouldn't be able to earn money off your name that you can't get. I but would agree. The transfer rule is, I, like you said, it's free agency. It's I'm, I'm going to go here. I like you, Coaches now feel like they have to please every kid that they have or they're gone. Yeah, right. That's the problem. It's like, you're taking well, the coaching out. Yeah. I mean, if you're a starter, you're unhappy, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you look at Goldwire, just from Duke. That guy started and was a role player. I mean, to me, he's a role player on a lot of teams. Not just Duke, but he was getting to start at Duke because of some of the injuries, how thin they were. He, I mean, he's playing a lot of minutes, and I get it. They bring in, Paul, they bring in Banchero, so he probably kind of saw the writing on the wall, maybe. Well, well, now he's gone. Noah Locke from Florida, three-year starter, average double dip every year. Start for Louisville this year. Yeah, Why? Just, yep. <laughs> just because he wouldn't get enough shots up? I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into another one of those here about uh, debate ten. Uh, starting off, who you like, Jake, to win it? Player or team? Me team. I see. There's a couple different ways you could go. I'm gonna go away from what I think you guys are gonna go. I like Purdue. I really like Purdue. I like I like Purdue to finish second. I I think that that's a team that. Matt Painter, very, very good coach. Love Matt Painter. Very good coach. They get Trayvon Williams back. They get Ivy back. They get 
uh, I think back. They're they not get... getting enough perspective on what they're returning. Right. They're, they're returning everything. Exactly. I mean, I think even Stefanovic is back. I mean, even they're... No they're, way. <laughs> I think he is. 2012. But Purdue, that's my team crap. that I think does it. Mackey is not an easy place to win. No. And I like I like Matt Painter to lead the Boilermakers to a Big Ten championship. I, uh, yeah, if I was not biased, I think that's what I would pick. But I'm going to pick Illinois. Purdue is a close second. Uh, I hope Michigan gets last, but they're probably going to get third, uh, is my prediction. Uh, that was my coach of the year would be Matt Painter. That's not obvious, but I really like him for coach of the year as well. I, uh, I think that's a good pick as well. Um, Davis, who you like to win it? Um, actually, I'm going to butt real quick. I think that, uh, it's got the coach. Great guard. I think Greg Gard has a kind of a, a nice little lining to coach of the year. Wisconsin's probably going to be picked around 8-9 this year. That's if true. they slide into the top four like they do sometimes. This nine this yeah. year. Yeah, if they slide into the top four like they do sometimes, shout out Ryan Frederick. Uh, that I can see that happening. He has an inner lining for it. Yeah, I personally think I think it's just going to be a dogfight in the Big Ten this year. I think Illinois has a great chance. It'll be – the. The thing for Illinois that they'll have to overcome is that they lost their star. Right. So, and I will always say, and I will stick by this, it is so much harder to be a star as a forward than it is as a guard. Because when you're a forward, you rely on people to get you the ball. If the guard can't get it to you, well, you're in trouble. Kofi will not get the ball yeah. unless someone passes That's your the problem. Ball. You, when Io was there, you had the ball in your scorer's hands. He could create it. Yes. I, would, I love Andre Cabello, but he's not going to be the guy you want taking the game-winning 15-foot. He might kick it up He there. might kick it, yeah, yeah, right. But... He's got to find a way to create for Trent, Trent Frazier's the X factor that team, in my opinion. Yeah, Trent's got to average twelve points a game. Yeah, he's got he yeah. has to shoot it well. The Illini have to shoot it better from three, which they have the guys to. Demonte's got to step up and shoot seventy percent. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he was doing last year, but um, yeah, I think uh, Player of the Year. I'm going to go with Kofi. I think Dickinson, Travion Williams, Jaden Ivey, or yeah, yeah Jaden Ivey, Ivey, Jackson uh, Davis. Obviously, I'm going to say Cabello, but those DJ first Liddell. four guys I made absolutely Liddell. All those yeah. guys. There's I mean, so there's many guys that can it's win. especially. I know they they say they only take conference stats, but if Kofi Coburn's uh, suspension does hold up, I know that will affect him at the end of the year if he misses eight games. Uh, so that that would definitely hurt him. But we'll see. I think there's definitely eight or nine guys that all if they want it would be like, oh yeah, yeah, that that, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, and do, don't forget. Brad Davis. I was, I was absolutely. He's I mean, Brad. top, top thirty five player in the who conference. Who wins best longest ten year Big Ten player? Is it Brad Davidson or is it George Bohannon? Brad Davis. I mean, he, he battled hey, man, the adversity. Trent. They, they both Trent is back. Trent's back. They both went through adversity. With Jordan, Jordan got beat up at a bar. Brad yeah. separated his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the adversity those guys have overcome. Was that to last taking a charge or hitting somebody in the nuts when he did that? Uh, both, I think, same time. Wow, that's what? Same time. This ranking has the bottom teams of the Big Ten as Minnesota, Penn State, Nebraska, Northwestern, and then Iowa at 10. That is a team wow. that a year ago is a year removed from. And on quote today, Fran McCaffrey said. Title, right? Did they win the regular season? Iowa? Iowa? Michigan did. Michigan won it. That's right. That's right. But they were in top of three. If Peter's listening to this, I didn't say that. Uh,. But Fran McCaffrey said this well, morning. Well, okay, Iowa had a chance to win it if everybody played all their games. But Michigan didn't play all their games. You know, yeah, Iowa would have they couldn't have passed us. Yeah, well, I meant they would have had a chance. They would have had a chance if because, things would have gone wrong. You know, but Michigan didn't want to play Illinois. Well, they couldn't have passed us. Games. They had two more losses than we did. And we played both played all, and yeah, we both played all our games. Yeah. They had a chance to get better. But, if Michigan played all their games, Illinois would have won it, long story short. 
Uh, anyways, take a break. Fran McCaffrey this morning said he has the deepest team he's ever coached in his life. He could put 13 guys out there and be okay. After, that, that might mean you have a lot of average. I will, that, after, that's very lose, well after losing, the National Player of the Year, Luke Gutschel, Joe Wieskamp, C.J. Frederick, and Jack Nungey. They return Jordan Bohannon and Keegan Murray, who I think is very I good. Gonna, I was He's very good. I was literally just about to say, I think a sleeper, I don't know that he wins player of the year this year. He's very but good. But a sleeper for first team all Big Ten is definitely Murray. I mean, that guy, I was really impressed. And he just got stuck behind Garza last year, who obviously the national player of the year is going to play a lot of minutes. But I I think Murray personally is very, and very if you're, good. And if you're just a big Big Ten fan, it's never hard to watch Boo Booey play. Boo. That man would get his chucks up. I mean, Boo's got to shoot it better, right? He can't shoot it worse well, this year. Did you know they lost Miller Cop? He's in Indiana now. Miller? So, it would inter- be interesting to see right? what uh, Northwestern can do, but can they get back to the tournament again? No. Long story. Long story <laughs> answered right here. No. Uh, how about the Big Ten having 11 players on their first team preseason poll? That's tough. Pre-season. I think that's going to be tough. You're going to have to narrow it down five. Last I, time I, I checked, I, I, you only have five guys on the difficult. court. But you know who probably did it? Fran. Fran probably did it because he's got 13 guys that are so deep, he just couldn't decide. He's oh, got yeah, to that's it. true. At one but, team, yeah. But there was five unanimous. Wouldn't you just think that'd be the team? You'd think. But. There's one team that we haven't covered yet in Big Ten, and it's a team that, I don't know how they slipped our mind, but it's the Thorn and LSI. It's Maryland. The I mean, Turgeon always has that team ready to go. It seems like the tur- yeah, they the may Terrapins. they may all, they may be overrated. Yes, but they're always there. They are very right. true. And I'm the, telling you, night in night out, lost more so. They, but they picked up Fats Russell from Rhode Island. I mean, that's like a, a one and a half pickup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, name name, name yeah. and player. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, I think that I, I the Big Ten is undoubtedly. The best conference in basketball. It's, I'm, it's the SEC. I don't think it's close either. I think I, I, was talking, I was talking to my friend the other day, and I really think the AP preseason poll has been undermined. I would be almost shocked if three Big Ten teams don't finish the year in the top five. Oh, um, I would be right there with you. Yeah. I mean, you look, top look, eight. Just least. look at just look at we covered the AP All Americans. Just I mean there were six on the first yeah. two teams. I mean I think that the Big Ten is so deep, and the only issue is that they beat up on each other. There, I think. If you look at how good teams are, there should be three Big Ten teams in the top five or six that have could have five, six losses. Exactly. Because they're playing each other. And a lot of them, they're going to play each other twice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just so deep. And they'll also play conference games in the middle of November and December for no reason, too. With the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I mean, you toss in two of those in the middle yeah, of December. I mean, just, you get Christmas joy. Yeah. Who doesn't want a little Big Ten basketball right before Christmas? Yeah. Let's, Christmas let's start conference games with teams getting the stretch of the season. But All right, let's head to the Big 12. Uh, closing down the Big Ten, we've got Player of the Years. Who we got? I'm gonna take Kofi. I think, I, well. I think that Kofi Coburn wins it, but EJ Liddell sleeper. All right, we're locked in. Three Kofis, two Matt Painters. Who did you have Coach of the Year there? Coach of the Year. Are you putting on your retail? Uh, that's tough. Give it to Brad. I think Brad, Brad. I think Illinois has a good year. I think Brad wins it. All right. Uh. Not biased because I've been hard on Brad. Yeah, I, 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 Illinois I fan, agree. but I've been very hard on Brad. But I think this year they got a chance. Who's your coach of the year? So I, I think Brad's got a chance to win it. Yeah. So moving on, Big Twelve. I think the picks, obviously for me at least. I don't, I don't want to speak for you guys, but Kansas. Um, I do think Kansas. Found, I talked about it earlier. I think there's they they're just under the radar right now, which is unusual for Kansas. Not underrated, obviously number three, but I think they're under the radar. Right. 
And so I think I'll take Kansas. Uh, I don't – ooh, Big 12 Player of the Year. You can think about it. I mean, if you want you want time to think about it, we can just go into depth with Big 12 and we'll end with Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. we'll end with Player of the Year. I'm telling you Marcus Carr is going to be – It's hard to bet against Kansas. I mean, I – Especially, they, they just have such a home court advantage. It's kind of unreal. They, also, just, they just don't lose did they, did they end up winning it last year? I know they lost some games. Baylor, Baylor won, won it last year. It's, and that's another team to look out for. I mean, this specific one has them ranked third. They got Flagler back, and they got, is it Mayer back? Yeah, Meyer. Meyer. Uh, but Jared Butler, gone. Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mitchell, gone. gone. I mean, those are their other stars gone. And uh, it's the... The big dude. Real big athletic yeah. guy. No, the third guard. Who's the third guard? Yeah, but there's the... Oh, uh, Teague. Yeah. Yeah, Maceo Teague. Teague yeah, he's also gone. That hitch of a shot that went yeah. a lot. So, I mean, but... That wrong case you're on. Scott Drew. Great coach. Great yes, coach. Great Butler coach. guy. I yeah. mean, <laughs> just, just a great coach. You, you student manager at Butler. I mean, he's just a stud. Uh, the thing that I would look out for with Baylor is... I, we see this in college football and college basketball more than anything else. Teams that kind of build, not just like a one and done. Baylor, you know, they were for five years, four or five years there. They, they had a nice little where they were kind of dominating right. their, their opponents. It's working their way up to domination. And we kind of see a step back a lot after that. Like, hence Clemson right now. They have the two best quarterback recruits in the last eight years. And once they're gone, what happens? Right. So I, 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 would, I would look for Baylor and maybe take a little step back. I wouldn't say, oh, Baylor's going to finish fifth, sixth in the Big 12. They're probably still going to finish second, but I would just t- look for them take a little step back record-wise. Yeah. I think um, the biggest thing about the Big 12 compared to the Big 10, obviously player talent is number one, but uh, going back to the Scott Drew, I, I, obviously I think Kansas wins it, and you know I, what they're doing there is impressive, but I think Scott Drew will win single-handedly win them some games in the Big 12 just because he will outcoach other teams. Absolutely. And I think that... So you guys both have Kansas as your Big 12 winner? Yes. I... I think Kansas, on paper, is probably the best team in the Big 12. But my pick is going to be the coach of the year in the Big 12, his team. And that is going to be Chris Beard and the Texas Longhorns. I was getting ready to say Texas is going to be a very that super is pick. It's going to be a very interesting team. Marcus my pick for also, player of the year is also Marcus Carr. But they also return a few key players as well. And they picked Correct. up three or four transfers. It's not, just, it's not just Carr. And Chris Beard is an excellent coach. Absolutely. I mean, you see what he did at Texas Tech. That program was yeah not. Well, he pulled in the Mac McClung, and that changed the program. Yeah, too. and then yeah, that helped him a lot. Jared Culver. And then yeah, I mean, he took him to the Final Four. Correct. Yeah, I did. Took him to a championship game. Yeah. Yes. And I think he put them on the map. Single I know game. there may be some growing pains in this first year at Texas. There's some things that have to take place before they get going, but I think once they get on the roll and conference play, I think they have a very good shot. Of winning that conference, uh, I would agree with that. They're definitely my. Uh, I knew Shocker was out of Shocker is out. Okay. They're definitely my sleeper Shocker's team, but everywhere. I really don't have a lot of confidence in just somebody beating Kansas. I, I agree. I mean, it's and it's hard to go into. I, I think Fieldhouse. I think it's going to be hard to win the conference without going in the fog and beating Kansas, and I don't necessarily see anyone doing that. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I have Carr for my Player of the Year. Um, I don't know about you guys. What do you think? I, I went with Carr earlier. So I, I am going to go. Uh, I mean, the problem with Kansas is 
it's hard to pick a player of the year or year from there because I feel like they all. They're balanced. Just, they're if I was gonna take someone from Kansas, I would it'd definitely be, take McCormack. Probably. I'd, I'd like McCormack or Agbaji. Yeah. One of those two. But I just like you said, Marcus Carr's gonna get shots up. It's gonna yeah, happen for sure. And another guy to look at is Andrew Jones, Texas. Yes. He's back. He's back. Yeah. Very good player. But great story. Very I also player. am going to go Marcus Carr. And my favorite coach in Big Twelve. Keep an eye on his team. Lost their two best players. Is Bob Huggins. Ooh, West, West Virginia, Virginia baby. Virginia. Get up in them. That team, that team will always hang around with the big teams. Because Absolutely. They're always, they play volleyball. They, they play great like, defense. We always talk about this. They play so rough that eventually the refs just stop calling you it. You can't call it. Because they just foul on every possession. Yeah, you can't call they it. They stop calling it. He lives by the strategy of if you foul enough, they can't call. Yeah. So And, and that's a team that, the way that the style of play, they will always be a threat to win big games. I would agree that they and that Bob is a massive man. I've seen him in person. That is a large fella. All right, I think we should slide on to the Big East here. Uh, more my cup of tea. Uh, who we got? Winner Davis. Well, the winner of the oldest team is Butler. They will win as the Absolutely. oldest team as they have nine hundred six-year seniors. But whew, I mean, I don't. I, what is your pick? I'd like to hear you. Are obviously you go to Butler. Who, you, who are your coach of the years in Big Twelve? I missed those before we were here. You had beard, beard and I'm blanking. Jimmy Kansas was coach. Bill Self. Bill Self. Yes. <laughs> Josh Forsyth. So, who was your coach of the year? What? Which one's your coach of the year? Bill Self. Bill Self. Sorry. Okay. I could. I was blanking. I was blanking on Bill Self for like ten minutes. <laughs> I was sitting there like, dude, who is Kansas? <laughs> I said they got a great program, and I was like, I'm trying to say Bill Self's gonna do a great job there, but obviously Bill's gonna do a good job. I think they win it. I think Bill wins coach of the year, and I think they're gonna say it's kind of a comeback after they lost it for the first time in forever last year. So I think they come back and win the conference, and I think that Bill wins Coach of the Year. But I do think Marcus wins Player of the Year. Yeah, you guys, you look like you're very interested. Bill knows win the conference. I mean, there's I, it's I, tough, I, tough to pick against them. Jay Wright, I very good. This is, is going to sound stupid coming out of my mouth, but if Villanova doesn't win it, I I I would really see if it would be because of Butler. They do not play well at Hinklefield House. They've lost five of the last six at Hinklefield House. Butler has beaten them seven of the last 11 games. So they are kind of their kryptonite. I, if, if they were to slide out, I would say it's probably because they drop. They have a two-game disadvantage to a certain team, and that would be us. Now, do I see that happening? Absolutely not. There's no chance. I think we could beat Villanova twice, and we probably still wouldn't win the conference. But Villanova is absolutely my pick. Um, there's no way in hell I'm picking Con Gillespie to win player of the year. They return everybody, right? Robin Snurl's back? Somebody left. Samuel's back too, I thought. Robinson Earl left. He got drafted. Did he? I didn't think so. Robinson Earl did get drafted, didn't he? Yeah, I believe you're right. Robinson. I don't think so. Is he back? I thought... No, my concern is the loss of James Robinson Earl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Robinson Earl is is gone. Uh, Maybe Samuel's gone too. Maybe I read them together. No, Samuels is back. He's back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Robinson Earl is gone for Nova. Uh, like I said, very, very, very likely conference winners. I don't see a lot of scenarios where they don't win. Another forward will pop out and be all American or something. Anyway, oh, they just spit my I'm just counting on it already. Seen so, <laughs> Hall's got one just sitting. But there's not a chance in, in Burning Hell that I'm going to take Con Gillespie to win player of the year. He might very well do it, but there's no way it's coming out of my mouth. So I'm going to take Julian Champagne. Uh,. Uh, I think he's got a good shot. I think he's probably going to average more points. And like I mentioned earlier with the All-American, same deal. If he can turn it into wins and big shots, he's got a good So we all have no win in the conference? Is that yeah, yeah, pretty I much said? I mean, that's... Those. Yeah, I don't think there's a question. Um, I'm a big Creighton guy. I, I was getting Kramer ready for you to talk about McDermott. Very good. I don't think they can win it. I don't know if he's going to win the conference. 
But the point guard. What's his Zagorowski? Zagorowski. Marcus. He's I think he may be player of the year in the in the Big East. He's still there? I think he is. Is he not? If he's not there, he's gonna have a tough time winning it. But if he's there, he's got a great shot at it. I'm just assuming everybody's back in the big in the Big Twelve this year and in the Big, and the big, and the big East. East. If he wins the Big Twelve, it's been a long day. League, the Nets, Long Island Nets. That's no tough. more Marcus. I didn't believe so because they're great pick to finish ninth. Are they? Yes. I I don't think they'll finish ninth. Personally, I I didn't mean they're not gonna win. No, uh, I'm but, just listening. But I think Greg McDermott. That I think that's a team that always. Plays better. Greg, Greg is. A, I, I compare him to Bray a lot. He he figures out how to score the ball. There's I, no doubt about it. I think it. last year was the first year that they've actually been like ranked as high as they should be, or maybe even higher. Right. But before that, they've always been that team that's like, oh, I mean, they're not that serious. And then dogs got him on winter break. They did. Dogs oh. got Nova and Creighton last year, and beat Xavier twice. So. Yeah, I think I I mean Xavier will be solid. St. John's will be carried by Champagne and the other buddy. Alexander. And Alexander. But I just Villanova. I'd take Villanova to win the conference. Jay Wright probably wins coach of the year. And I would I think Champagne has a big year. I think he he knows how to score the ball and I think he kinda I think he delivers just more. If he delivered more last year, I think everybody's talked about him more. I think yeah. he hits a couple big shots, might might win them a game or two late where he yeah, takes he over. And so I think Champagne wins the. I like that last name too, Champagne. I'm just going to take. It's going to be Champagne. I'm going to take Gillespie. I, Call I, it. I think that they will favor. He's winning something because if he he's does, going to win something. He's winning comeback player. Unless, if he yeah. doesn't win player, there he's winning comeback. So I don't know if anyone's going to hear this. I do not like Colin Gillespie. <laughs> I'm sure you're a great kid, buddy, but I hate you. So coach of the year in, in the Big East, Jay Wright. I'm going to take Jay Wright. I really would be surprised if Jay Wright won it. I think that Travis Steele has a good shot with Xavier. I think that Kevin Willard has a good shot with Seton Hall. I think Lyle Jordan has a good shot with Butler, honestly. Any of those three teams finishing the top four, it could really go if any the stab is who has the highest t- t- amount of timeouts in their pocket, Laval wins. Yes. Laval will have the most timeouts in his pocket. Probably by 50 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll please call timeouts, buddy. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. So, uh, who do you like, Coach of the Year? Gotta pick you one. see, I don't like Kevin Willard, like, as a person. So, like, <laughs> I'm not going to pick him. And Travis Steele went to Butler and then went to Xavier, so I can't pick him. And Laval's not going to win it, so I'm going to pick Laval. So I'm going to pick Jay Wright. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Laval. Uh, I've, I've got high hopes for him this year. I think we've got we've got a solid freshman class and uh, Jaden Taylor and Pierce Thomas and obviously Davis mentioned Aaron Thompson, Bryce Golden, Bryce Inzi, Bo Hodges and Jair Bolden and Ty Gross are six, fifth years and beyond uh, returning. I, th- I think they're a huge help. Um, also, Chuck Harris, our best player, a sophomore. Uh, I think I think Laval's in a good, good line to get the coach of the year if we get in the top four. Uh, like I said, I mentioned a couple other guys I think are very much in line. I would just kind of be surprised almost if if Nova won it. Uh, I think the only way Carpenter gets it is if they overtake Nova. I, I think they're kind of projected to get second, so if they get second, that's about, just kind of how it is. Jack is a Marquette, correct? He is. How about the Golden Eagles projected to finish 10th in the conference this year? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be a bit of a rebuild. They did lose everybody. This one, this was specific one. I'm I mean, they didn't really have much at ESPN. ESPN has Creighton at eight and Georgetown at nine. I mixed that up. Yeah, Creighton at eight then. And then probably <laughs> Butler tied at six. St. John's five. Seton 
all four. Save your three. UConn two. Well, UConn. We didn't even talk about UConn. I just mentioned them. I yeah, saw. I saw about Carpenter. They're not relevant. They're relevant. They won. They had a. They one of the most underrated players in the country last year. They did. James was good. He was very good. He he missed until mid mid to late January. If, That's probably if why. One he player, if one, one player got you basketball wins, Vanderbilt might be best in the country. They would be top five. I'm just saying. All right, so I think that wraps up the East Player of the Years, Coach of the Years. Yeah, we, all, we all have number one. So yeah. So yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, shoot me. Uh, Pac-12. No, no, skip, skip it. SEC. Sorry, uh, SEC. I'm not talking about Pac-12. You're not talking about Pac-12? No, let's uh, talk about SEC. I'm, I'm going to throw... UCLA's going to win the conference. Hey, we'll quickly, what, quickly. None of us are Pac-12 fans. We quickly, I'm just going to The West throw, Coast is not the best coast. I'm just going to throw... Juzang Player of the Year, UCLA to win it. Give me... Uh, who's Oregon's head coach? Who? Oregon's head coach. Uh, it's Dan Altman. Dan Give me Altman. Altman. So you're taking you're taking Altman. Who are you taking to win? You're taking UCLA. Yeah. What you got over there? And For the Pac-12. You got Juzang. Oh, Juzang's gonna win Player of the Year. In the uh, coach. Um, I do like Dana. That would be one of the few. I yeah I mean I don't I think I don't want to be yeah I don't want to be cliche but give me Dan I think Juzang is pretty much the clear favorite yeah, player yeah, who do you have winning Pac twelve me I I have UCLA winning. you have UCLA winning as well um yeah I it's gonna be interesting to see what Oregon State does this year after their miracle run in the tournament last year with Wayne Tinkle. I mean, I just tinkle, yes, tinkle, you are right. Star. I brought up Oregon State just so I could say that. Tinkle, tinkle, little star. Um, but I'm also going to Zang. I think UCLA wins it as well, and I'm not going to take. Miss Penn's not writing down anything. Um, not going to take UCLA. You're not going to. Who's coaching UCLA? You Cronin? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, I'm. Nick. I'll take Cronin as coach here. I think UCLA runs Pac-12. Again, best coast, the West Coast is not the best coast. No, West Coast. And Gonzaga owns the West anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. As per Davis's request, uh, we'll just move on to <laughs> where it means more, uh, the SEC. It does. Uh, winners. Jacob. Uh, this is this is your conference here, Florida fan. I'll let you guys go first. I'll let us I'm go. I mean, I think that Alabama brings a ton back. They do. Um... I think that they're going to be extremely difficult to beat. I do, not only do I like the style that they play, it's fun to watch. I mean, so I I think I'll, I'll I'm going to take Alabama. I think Kentucky's going to be good. I, think, I mean, they're, they always reload. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take Kentucky. Uh, a little, a little cliche. I mean, Cal Parry, I mean, he, I mean, I'm sure he's very, very frustrated with last year. Uh, he's probably still the best coach in the conference or right up there. Um, a lot of talent coming in. Ty Ty's a little bitch, but he's there. Uh, so the, 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 what? Don't speak about Ty Ty. Hey, like he disrespected Bella like that, so I'll disrespect him like that. That's how this goes. But uh, good luck with that. Um, here. Uh, but so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Kentucky, and but my player of the year is going to be Javon Quinterly, uh, for Alabama. That's, yeah, it's. Javon, Villanova transfer. You just don't see him in the Big East. So who's your coach? They wouldn't play him. So who is, who I, I, that was that was he was that was so weird. He was such a highly 
touted. I mean, obviously he had the media with the whole Jelly fan and all that, mm-hmm. and he was a big, but he didn't play. And then he goes to Alabama, who wasn't like so. Who they is, were highly rated, and he played. Who's your coach of the year in the SEC this year? Come back to me. Okay. You want to go? Uh, it's not Cal Perry, and I'll never. Cal Perry's never. No, coach of the year. you guys know how I feel about Kentucky basketball. Cal Perry's so never the coach of the year, and I'm sorry, but it's not your boy at Florida either. Okay, Mike White. Mike White. Mike is White out. wouldn't. Even He's out. Hey, Mike, Mike White's not even coach of the year on his own staff. Did you know that Mississippi State got Rocket Watts too? Wow. And Brooks. What's and Garrison Brooks. Yeah, that's. I mean, wow. My boy. Oh, what are what? they doing? Are they paying? They just paying out of pocket to get these guys to come down there. Well, who's their coach? It's uh, it's the bald son of the gun. Uh, yeah. Buzz? No, Buzz is at Texas A&M. That's right. I knew he was it's, down there. Uh, it's Ben Howland. That's who it is. Ben Howland. Give me him for player yeah. coach of the year. Give me him. You want Ben Howland? He wants Ben Howland. Sleeper coach of the year. I, like I mean, Mississippi State. They they've had a couple good teams. Yeah, so they, they had the uh, Witherspoon brothers, and they were rather good. What's my buddy from Buffalo, Alabama? Nate Oates. Nate Oates. You know how I feel about Nate Oates. Yeah, love Nate Oates. Like, I like great. the way they play. I like the way they I play. I agree. I think NATO wins Coach of the Year. I think they win the conference. Yeah, I think Bam wins conference. Yeah, I, 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 I think Shackford wins Player of the Year. Jaden, I, I that he really gets the job done. I'm gonna go. So we all have different picks so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna go different as well then. I think Coach of the Year is Eric Musselman at Arkansas. Eric, they, they were very good last I year. Love Musselman. Musselman. I, I love the Musselman. I think Eric Musselman. I love the Musselman. I think Musselman wins Coach of the Year with Arkansas. I think the Player of the Year. Is going to be Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty, they're going to give it to him. And if he puts up good enough numbers, they'll give it to him. The winner of the SEC is uh, it's going to be a dogfight because I think it's a bunch of teams that aren't like elite eight caliber. I think they're going to be there's going to be a team in elite eight because of how it works. But these teams are all on the level playing field. Usually, I it's agree. Kentucky. I, I and honestly though, I think that Alabama has the most potential. Right, I agree. Absolutely. I absolutely agree, and I think they could become that team because they could beat anybody on night they shoot well. And right. I exactly, and I feel like normally you go into the SEC saying, you know, this team might be better, but Kentucky just has the best potential. Right, just all the yeah. time they do. I think that's Alabama this year. And yeah, another team, Rick Barnes is, I think, is a, also a very good coach. And Tennessee will yeah. be good this year, but they're they're not going to win the SEC. I'm going to take Alabama in the SEC as well, but I again. Anybody Kentucky wins, it's a win for me. So, yeah, I, absolutely. I just think I agree. There's so many. Just the way that Alabama plays, though, like I said, they can beat anybody in the country if they shoot ball well. Because they will take enough threes. If they shoot it well, they will beat you. And just because I want to say the name, newcomer in the SEC is a Florida Gator this year, and you know who it is no. from Charleston Southern. No. It's Flanders Fleming. Flanders. Twenty points a game I mean, last year. Sa- Charles- Twenty points a game last year. Charleston Southern. It sounds like you have something stuck. In <laughs> like just saying. His I like name. Flanders. They got C.J. Felder from Boston College, and they got Myron Jones from Penn State. Transfer you. Myron Jones from Penn State last year. Very good guard. And but Brandon McKissick from UK. I will. They could start. And the story on the floor is, I think they could be top five team in the SEC if Keontae Johnson is back. Yeah, what's going? He could be player of the year. He could. He, he could. could. That's very, very good pick. But. We just don't. Know we just don't know if he has uh, clearly what the medical condition of. Yeah, I mean, he was the player of the year last year, preseason yes, player of the year, yeah. and then he collapsed and in game four. Collapsed. Yes, that. But that hurts. Changes. Also, LSU takes a big blow with Adam Miller out. They do. <laughs> but did you massive. know Xavier Pinson is on the team now from yes. Missouri? They picked Pinson. Yeah, Pinson just decided to go down to LSU. Warmer weather. Wow, Coach O got him down there. <laughs> so Pinson's been committed to three teams in his life. 
Yeah. 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 My thing is this. Though. I love I love that with with Mike Smith and Penson and Tillman. Mark Smith. What did I say? Mark Smith. Oh, Mark Smith. His brother. Mike was at Michigan last year. Yes. Uh, but those three, I love that with the John Gross leaving and Brad Underwood coming in was the deal breaker. John Gross leaving mm. Illinois was the deal breaker. Shout, shout out John Gross. They should have shout brought, out no, no zips. No free ads, but shout out John Gross. <laughs> they should have gone, gone to Akron. If they were such no Gross fans. Exactly. Should've they they should have just followed the Akron. I, I, want, Akron. I want to get this in now because I know Mike White's at home listening. Mike, you have the best baseline out of bounds place in the country. Oh, based on my God. If there's, a, if there's a blob coach of the year, <laughs> it's Mike White. It is. You can't even have court office saves life. I, I'm telling you, Mike, <laughs> we, win more, to win more games this year, here's what you do. You throw the ball corner, you drive right, throw it off the guy's leg, base out of bounds, play layup, boom, you guys win the SEC. And on the uh, blob of the year uh, for, for Mike White, I think that about closes it out for us at uh, Dita, Opie, and Jokey here. Who wins the national championship? I, was just to, I just want a prediction. This is yeah, a shot right now. We'll revisit this as time yeah. goes on. Because, yeah. I mean, you got... We're, we're, we, might do, we might do a, a about conference three, review for the Big Ten. And we're about three weeks episode. out. Yeah. We're about three uh, weeks out. I just want right now... This is obviously a stab in the dark. Who do, who do you like? Who, who's the best team in the nation? I mean, if... if I was a huge Mark Few fan, but if he could stop drinking and driving... Yeah, that was true. Him and Tony Russo could have a great conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's just two guys who lead the nation. I think coming into the year... Coming into the year, I think Villanova is the best team in the country right now. Wow. Right now. Wow. With Gillespie and Samuels coming back, bringing in some good newcomers, I think Villanova is the best team in the country right now. I think we talked, I, I mentioned earlier, I think everybody kind of touched on it. Juzang and Jaquez, we don't know enough, we haven't seen enough, especially for me, to just say they're the number two team in the country. That team, they lose in the first round last year. They're not ranked. They're not preseason ranked right now. He's not player of the year. Exactly. So that's just that, yeah, that's just really biased. It's, it's just like in other sports. Like we're saying Mookie Betts is Mike, better than Mike Trout because he plays nine more games and he plays better. That just that doesn't have a lot of a lot of sense. Like we're not gonna and say anybody's better than LeBron just because they had a good postseason. That just doesn't make any sense. We obviously didn't cover any other teams in the top twenty five that aren't power five, but teams like Memphis and Houston always the chance to make it elite. Eight, four, I'm telling you, we talked. I think we hit on it just a little bit. Sasser should. Be, I I assume Sasser is a big year. I, I like Sasser. And uh, the other team, and that's not in the Power Six. The Bonnies, the same. Bonnie, that surprised. Yeah. Me. That really surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. But to finish your question, I think three Big Ten teams, like I said later, are knocking on the door of the number one team in the country. Just multiple weeks in, just just kind of out of the I, gate. I agree. I think they're gonna be but all three right in there. And does, does Gonzaga lose them? Exactly right? what I was getting to. It's it's just it really frustrates me. I'm not gonna not gonna. But one thing I will give Gonzaga credit for is they played a hell of an unconference schedule. They did. They did. Yeah, they did. I don't know. I have schedule this year. I was gonna say they have Texas second game of the season. They've they have got UCLA and Duke. They've got Dicks. and Alabama. So I mean, you gotta give if few might be drunk when he makes the schedule, but I mean they, they go to Alabama. Yeah, so, and, I mean, and they they don't play and Texas Tech, so I mean, and, I mean it just really struggles me throughout the year. It just because because the thing game of the years. I, I, I once again I'll give all credit in the world for playing the non-conference, get them on the schedule, going going to places like that. Get, yeah, get, absolutely give them credit for that. It's just really hard for me, especially like looking at it last year. It's a break. It's 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 play. It's practice games for two months when you're that freaking good. Three months, four months. It's it's practice games. Yeah, for them. because I mean. With the team they had last year, they probably would have done the same thing in Pac-12, but you're at least playing higher caliber players. Exactly. They may have run in Pac-12. Yeah. 
Uh, like no, like Evan Mobley could go out in there and beat you one night in the, right. in, in the Pac-12 last year. I mean, like somebody could. There's nobody in that conference that could actually go out and beat you, and you'd be like, okay, like we could. The do only with team that. that's competed with in the last five years is the St. Mary's. They, they, exactly. They don't go to Alabama. Uh, Alabama's about on, neutral side. Oh, it's neutral side. It's bad on Seattle. Gotcha. So I. Oh, so basically. They, they called it a away game. Yeah. But that's because it's neutral. So uh, it's in Seattle. Yeah. yeah, that's my thing. And my thing it's at the end of the year too is yes. Never mind. My thing at the beginning of the year too is, not teams don't have their uh, don't have everybody figured out. You, you haven't gelled that chemistry. You haven't made strides yet. So anyone can win those games. And once again, credit for Gonzaga for getting it done. They just get it done. But they didn't. They haven't. That's it's, a, it's really hard. That's early a brutal non-conference. Yeah. UCLA is in uh, Las Vegas too. And so is Duke. Oh, and then they follow up with wow UCLA, Duke, and Tarleton State all three in a row. I mean, Tarleton State's probably got a shot at it. <laughs> I saw they had Dixie State to start the year. Yeah, I, I mean, Dixie State's a sleeper. Dixie State, Texas, Alcorn State, Bellarmine. I was saying, well, you know, Bellarmine, they're just new in the yeah, D1. Yeah. They probably don't have a scouting report on them. It could be a sleeper. Could, that could be a tough matchup. I'm telling you, I got they November like 19th at 6 p.m. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, once again, and you'll find this to the pod a lot. Uh, when I have a good team, I'm going to be biased towards them because it's fun. So <laughs> I'm going to pick Illinois to win it. Uh, but like I said, I think Villanova is the best team at this moment. They play tight, um, too. But I know the Big Ten is not a success in the tournament, but I really could see those three teams getting it done. In, in any of the I think if Illinois can shoot the ball effectively, watch out. Hard to stop, yeah. to say the least. Because, I mean, yeah, the loss of Iowa hurts, but I I don't want to say, I don't want to try and talk down Iowa whatsoever because I'm not doing that at all. But with Cabello, the ball is never going to stall. No, I agree. Like our, the offense will never have streaks where it's like we just can't, we just can't get to the basket, we just can't do this, and so I'll say. I that. I agree, but one thing that does need fixed is I give Brad and the credit for done, but they got to fix half court offense. Absolutely, yeah, these guys got to go. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the transition will be there. Yeah. And last year, that's what happened to them. They got out coached by Corey Mosey. Oh, I, it's, it's, no, no doubt about it. No, I didn't watch the game live. I went back and watched it. And there's some. There's no way that Cameron Crowley should own Kofi the way he and, did. And Antigua's comments after he left that they made comments in the locker room and Underwood refused to change it up. That doesn't sit well either. That's concerning. So. Well, you you obviously there has to be something wrong. You know, a program like Illinois, the success they were having, the the trend that they are in to lose your top two assistants, something happened in that game. Exactly. They thought that they had an answer that would have worked, and he wouldn't listen to but, it. And, and, and it's yeah, it's you get everyone back besides they didn't Sumo change, and you and your assistants leave. They didn't change what they did in the second half. And they didn't, and I mean, you have, it, Brad's got to take the heat for that. And if it's a, if it's a if you're down five six at half and you played all right, whatever, you're like, okay, let's our this is our game plan. It's worked for thirty but, six seven games. Let's keep yeah. running out. But, when you have been down fifteen the whole half that's and what you I'm can't saying. score, it yeah. It wasn't like Loyal went on a run at the end of the half. You're like, all right, we'll bounce back. They and, just dominated and from we, tip to buzzer. And we are just, we didn't change up any sort of zone man boxing one anything on Crutwig, and he just sat the elbow and killed us. Yep. Yeah. It was. I that was. And that's shout out poor. to Loyal of Chicago. That yeah, absolutely. Poor buzzers. Excellent coach. And Crutwig was a beast. Uh, I love. I, yeah. I rooted for them after that. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, I agree. It's I think, turned into a little of an Illinois love fest. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean but, that's. Yeah. But I think. I, I gotta take Gonzaga, I think, because if like you said, if you if they make it through the non-conference, which if they make it through the non-conference, the number one team in the country, they've earned that. I will, I mean, to go play Texas, Texas Tech, UCLA, yeah. Duke, uh, missing yeah. that one. 
Texas Tech, Texas, Duke, UCLA, and there's one I'm missing. Yeah, but I I, I mean, agree. They're they're Alabama. Alabama. That's what I'm I, trying to take. Yeah, I think I think that they're the number one, team. and they're obviously they're not going to lose. They're going to go 18 0 in conference. They're going to win the WCC conference championship. So I I mean if they're the number one, I think. I mean, Timmy's going to be tough this year, that's obviously. Timmy's really, think, really good. I think right now, he's a wooden I think award right now watch. Timmy's my player of the year. Yeah, he's a wooden award watch guy right now. Probably. <laughs> probably. And Timmy's, I hope he has the killer mustache back. <laughs> it must happen. So I'll, I'll take Gonzaga to win right <laughs> now. Way too early. You take Gonzaga? Gonzaga? I'm taking Gonzaga. Gotcha. So uh, probably another college basketball episode in the next month before we get back at it. Maybe a, a college football toss. College yeah. football toss in there for sure. We'll get uh, one of the next college basketball. We'll get a Deep dive in the Big Ten. We're I mean, I teams. you know we're we're a diverse show here. Absolutely. At Dita Opie and Jokey, so we'll dive quickly, just shortly and brief. You know, into the NJCA Division Two Women's Basketball standings. We will as our hometown. Uh, uh, from here and there, we, we will poke at it. From our hometown, Lakeland Lady Lakers, preseason number one in the country, defending so national defending champions. champions, defending yeah, national champions, preseason number one in the country. We got a, a uh, assistant coach right here on our own podcast and I, two uh, practice squad it stars. Could be Dita, it could be Opie, and it could be Jokey. We don't know. It could be all three. Know, but we don't know. Could, yeah, it could be all three. So, uh, yeah, yes. like I said, probably deep dive in the Big Ten soon. Uh, we're going uh, to see what reigning coach of the year, Dave Johnson, national <laughs> coach of the year, what he's got because he's bringing in 10 freshmen. 10 freshmen only returns uh, eight and a half points per game. Yeah, Dave's got Dave's so got his work hand. cut out for him, but we'll see what uh, a lot of he's good, got to defend that. A lot of good title. sports this weekend. World Series is on. College football, yes. good week. Go Absolutely. green, go green, go white. Muck yeah. Michigan. Absolutely. Look out next week, especially Tuesday. Probably another NFL uh, predictions yeah, for next week. Get our picks in. Uh, and maybe another college basketball. Split college football next week. And, and uh, unbelievable what the Cardinals did tonight, giving the Packers a win. Yeah, the and, Thursday night game was frustrating. A win. Me and oh. Davis are playing each other in fantasy this week, and, and, and did not oh, go well. Opie, Dita, Jokey, one of them is now two zero, and they're best. Go Pack, go. Signing off. <laughs>